The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Thursday the 8th of November. In your Squiz today, the results from the midterm elections. Property prices may be dropping by more than predicted. Energy bosses, the energy minister and the elephant. And our verdict on KFC's fries. This is your Squiz today. So the midterm elections have happened. Donald Trump and the Republicans have lost control of the House of Reps. They still have the Senate. The Democrats are celebrating taking 28 plus seats from their opposition. Give us the talking points, Claire. Well, I think the Republicans are the losers. I don't think any spin, even from Donald Trump, that they're a winner out of this really washes. They've lost control of the House of Representatives, which will completely frustrate the next couple of years and anything that they really want to do. Uh, they maintained the Senate, but of course they weren't really expected to lose that because there wasn't much of an opportunity for the Democrats to get much of it in there. But yeah, when you look at um, the House of Representatives race, they uh, only needed 23 seats, uh, the Democrats, to win control of of that House of Congress. And it looks like at the moment they've got about 29. So there's a few more to be counted there. And what about voter turnout? There was a lot of talk about that in the lead up. There really was. And it was high for a midterm election. Although when you look at the numbers, it's really quite staggering how few people actually vote. Uh, in a presidential election, uh, usually about 50 to 55% of eligible voters cast a vote. But uh, when it comes to the midterms, that falls to about 33%. And uh, for a midterm election, this one was high turnout. Uh, reports say was about 40 to 45%. So, yeah, it's still a majority of people not voting or choosing not to vote. Uh, our treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, says he's likely to reject a sale to Hong Kong-based company that would see it controlling half of Australia's gas pipeline. CK Group, which is based in Hong Kong, uh, wanted to um, to buy APA Group, uh, which controls the pipelines of about 75% of New South Wales and Victoria's um, gas pipelines. So Josh Frydenberg said, you know, it's a $13 billion deal. It's actually probably not in Australia's best interest to go down that route, but there's a couple of weeks to go on that. An interesting timing given our foreign minister and trade minister in Beijing. Yeah, it's one of those things that's probably really going to get under the nose of um, China and that's going to be a difficult conversation. So when it comes to our gas pipeline, it's one of those things where uh, the ACCC didn't get involved, the competition regulated because uh, it's not sort of lessening competition as such. It's just one business taking over another one. Yesterday, Macquarie Bank said property prices were more likely to decline by 15 to 20% than the 10% some have been predicting. And there's been a bit of a push uh, towards upping that number uh, of 10% that um, economists seem to settle on uh, in the first half of this year, uh, where a lot of the bank's economists and others are heading is that um, those losses of value in, in homes is likely to be more than that and likely to be the you know sort of upper end of, of 15 20%. So there's still um, an interesting with the spring season of property Property, it's meant to be the busy season. All the real estate agents are saying it's not. Um, it's not, yeah. So interesting. And with the Banking Royal Commission um, coming out in February and then we've got a federal election at some point, all these things will play into price uh, of homes. So, yeah, it's going to be a rough and bumpy six to 12 months by the sounds of it. 
Another big election issue is energy. Our, our energy bosses met yesterday, but there was a, a big elephant in the room. Yeah, that was price. So they couldn't talk about that, uh, even though, of course, it's the key issue that the government and consumers want to get to is exactly what price is it that electricity can come down to so we know how much we're going to save. But, of course, you can't put uh, all the bosses of the energy companies in a room to discuss price because that's anti-competitive and actually is against the law. So it was an interesting meeting yesterday to get them all to together with Angus Taylor, the energy minister, to discuss mechanisms to bring prices down. And yeah. what I mean, it must have just nearly come up so many times. <laughs> and they couldn't smile or, you know, wink or no. nod or anything at each other about these sorts of things because that would be collusion. So uh, it sounds like what they've agreed is that there will be a reference price uh, that is a price that consumers can then look at and say, well, my plan is either below that or above that and then make their decisions about whether they want to change providers or try and get a better deal out of the electricity company that they're using. And it turns out that making a complaint about something on Twitter can actually change the course of history. Really can. And like not just really can. a little bit of history, but a big bit of history. And that's changing KFC's chips. Um, I like their chips. Look, and I can only assume that they're different in the UK because I, I'm, I'm with you because. Because <laughs> we both like them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So they're fine. And uh, yeah, but apparently KFC chips in the UK aren't well regarded. Um, Charlie. Right. Burness, who's a London woman, got on Twitter and complained about her chips and uh, 12 months later, KFC came back to her to say, look, we really did listen to what you said. We're going to do something about it and they're going to move to thicker cut skin on fries. So there you go. There you go. Claire, before I get the subject line from you, our second episode of Squeeze Splains is out today. It's on retail. It is. We had a really good chat about the issues around retail. Everyone likes a bit of a shop and it's really interesting to Mm -hmm. see how things are changing. So, yeah, that was good fun. Yeah, it definitely was. Um, Doug Stevens, we had a chat to who calls himself the retail prophet. Uh, He highlighted some potential flaws in Amazon's business model, which uh, might be of interest to some of our listeners. So, you can access that podcast via the Squeeze Today email or on any podcast platform, iTunes, Android devices, podcast apps. And what's the subject line? So I've gone very current today, which should surprise you, Kate. So, mm. uh, and a song that I'm sure that you're all over because you went and saw A Star Is Born and you've got a bit of a country Great. leaning. So it's, uh, we're far oh. from the shallow now. And oh, that's Bradley that, Cooper and Lady Gaga. Course, yeah. Number one on the charts at the moment, which is, which is terrific. But that, um, comes into the song, uh, lyric, uh, matching up, I think, with Donald Trump. Um, they're really heading into a very, very nasty, divisive uh, couple of years before mm. the presidential election with the opposition coming through the House. So, yes, they're far from the shallow of any kind of uh, civility in their debate there. But um, also I thought of China because, um, yeah, when we're making all sorts of moves in, in that way and, yeah, we're, we're out in the deep on that as well. Yeah, I was going to say, ironically, that's very deep of you, Claire. It's quite a serious subject line today. Yeah, you know, there's many layers to me, Kate. Balance it out. (laughs) Many layers. That's true. Oh, yeah, like an onion. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jump into the Squeeze Today email. As I said, you can uh, get to our Squeeze Planes podcast on retail via the email. If you open it every day this week, we've got $100 for someone to spend at Woolworths. And it's Thursday. How good. One more day to go. We'll chat to you tomorrow. 
The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. A message now from our podcast partner, BHP. The steel made from iron ore plays an important role in providing the production of our energy infrastructure, from wind turbines to power poles. So cutting carbon emissions in iron ore production is key. It's why BHP has committed to a solar and battery agreement to help power its port facilities at Port Headland. It's happening now at BHP.